0: Every one of us struggles, but it's about being able to find the beauty behind the struggle.
1: Welcome to A Congruent Life, where we share inspirational stories of authenticity and happiness. Congruent Life is an interview project sharing the stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, discovering their passions, and living authentic, amazing lives. Here's your host, Andy Gray. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Congruent Life, where we explore themes of authenticity by sharing the stories of some pretty amazing people. I'm Andy Gray. Thanks so much for being here today. This is episode 33, where we're talking with Amy Clover. Amy found herself mired in clinical depression, hit a breaking point, and then reinvented her life from the inside out. She now helps others to move their lives forward by harnessing fitness and positive action. I'm talking today to Amy Clover, who started an amazing project called Strong Inside Out. Amy, welcome to A Congruent Life.
0: Thanks so much, Andy, for having me here.
1: Absolutely. It's really great to finally get a chance to connect with you and, and talk on the show. Let's start maybe. Can you just introduce briefly what Strong Inside Out is and a little bit about your background?
0: Sure. So um, I started Strong Inside Out about three years ago um, after the first World Domination Summit, which is actually where you heard of me, right, Andy?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's where we met. In fact, we met for the first time in a coffee shop uh, as we were getting ready to go to a one of the sessions. It was great. <laughs>
0: That's right, when I was talking you into staying at that coffee shop, because the line was ridiculously long. It's like,
1: is it worth it? And you turned to us and said, oh yeah, it's worth it. (laughs) And you were
0: right. Yeah. Um, For anybody in Portland, that is public domain coffee. So good. So good. And I love coffee. Uh, But anyways, back to the story. Um, Strong Inside Out is a site that blends fitness and personal development because my personal story is that I used fitness as a tool to help me overcome my clinical depression. And when I say overcome clinical depression, it's not that I'm magically cured and never comes back again. It does. But it's a very effective tool to manage it when it does come up. So That's what I try to promote is people overcoming not even just clinical depression or, or anything as pigeonholed as that. It's more about overcoming any of life's obstacles by finding your inner strength and developing your outer strength as well. Um, So I started that about three years ago and the 30 by 30 project was my big thing that happened this year, which was a 30 city tour across Canada and um, the United States. Of me teaching boot camps, and um, the the donations that I received at each boot camp would go to to write love on her arms, which is just this amazing charity for suicide prevention. And um, yeah, that's that's the basic gist of it.
1: So, how did you come to see fitness as a potential way to address depression?
0: Um, it was by accident, <laughs> which doesn't make for a great story, but. Um, it was actually, um, I was hospitalized for a suicide attempt back in 2005, and that's um, that's where I really realized in the hospital how horrible it can be to really have your choices stripped from you. Um, so I realized being in that hospital, the choices that I hadn't been taking advantage of outside of the hospital. So when I got out, I really started trying, even if it was going to be a futile attempt to, to get over this this, um, what was me? I can't do anything about my life. It's just what happens to me, um, kind of mindset that I was in. So I started diligently doing therapy and the exercises they gave me, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with cognitive behavioral therapy, but it's, it's a really popular form of therapy and that helped a lot for me. Um, but it was only when I started actually working out again, because actually I felt like I had a few pounds to lose. So that's how I started working out. But I realized as I did so, that all the exercises that I was doing in the therapy sessions were sticking better and becoming more effective for me, the more I worked out. Um, So it actually helped me to translate my outer strength into inner strength beyond the gym. So that's how I found out was by accident.
1: Sometimes that's the, the way that it goes, though. Sometimes those are actually the better stories where you, you sort of stumble across something. And it's great that you had that sort of reinforcement, that uh, physical activity was actually reinforcing your mental state.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: Okay. So you started embarking on this on this physical program and, and using that to heal yourself. How did that develop? How did the I guess the story of your physical and emotional journey translate into strong inside out?
0: I think the the journey is still going, but I feel like um I only started to realize that my story was well needed to be told when I visited that first World Domination Summit um three years ago. Um because I knew I wanted to bring, I was a personal trainer at that time. I had become a personal trainer because Um, actually I needed a new day job. I just didn't want to wait tables anymore. But when I became a personal trainer, I started realizing just how much I really loved helping people and how much I really helped, uh, really loved helping people harness their inner and outer strength at once and seeing their changes and how their life got better outside of the gym. So I, um, I dropped what I was doing before, which was actually, uh, waiting tables and I was acting as well and um, just focused completely on my personal training career and started my own business. Um, but I had gone to that first World Domination Summit knowing that I wanted to bring my fitness career online, but I just didn't know how I was gonna do it. I thought maybe I would do videos or maybe I would just do you know, the, the fitness blog and tell people how to eat well and you know workouts and that kind of stuff. Um, but when I went, I actually met, um, a good friend of mine now, whose name is Steve Cam and he is behind nerd fitness, um, which is a really successful fitness blog. It has really great perspective. It hits this niche that had never been hit before of fitness nerds. And it's, a uh, it's really great. When I found out about, um, his site, I actually kind of did a little like, ah, oh, why didn't I think of that first kind of like shaking my fist at myself. Um, but uh, when I met him, he said he would help me get my fitness, um, my fitness stuff going online. Um, and he's, when we talked about the about page, he said, the about page is really important. You just need to be as honest as possible. And at this point, he didn't know anything about my story. Nobody really did because I was ashamed of it, honestly. I thought that it was this taboo thing that you don't talk about depression, you don't talk about your weaknesses or vulnerabilities. You just stuff it inside. And that's what actually got me to such a horrible point in 2005. Um, But when he said, be as honest as possible, something kind of clicked in me. And I said to myself, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. So now's the time to start being authentic, which I know is a very big thing for you, Andy. Um, And when he saw my story, he said, oh my gosh, you must publish this. This is something that really needs to be told. So um, that's how I realized. I guess that my story was something that other people could use as inspiration, I guess, and to see that it is possible to pull yourself out of that horrible hole that is depression or just bad times in general. Um, And so it's just been growing ever since. I think every, every year has been a new stage for it. Oh, that's fantastic. And
1: you, you touched on uh, the primary points or the, the reason that I wanted to have you on the show, actually, which are, uh, first of all, that, that sense of uh, personal journey and and self-discovery and uh, reaching down deep and, and getting to this honest place of saying, you know what, I need to not just be a personal trainer. I need to sp- actually share my story because it is of service. And there's something about that magical moment where we can turn from serving ourselves into serving ourselves as a way of turning that outward and serving others, if that makes sense. And it seems like yeah. that was a, just an amazing transformation for you.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a, a really good point that you brought up. It, it's I talk about this on Strong and I Set Out quite a bit, actually. When I started letting go of how is this benefiting me? What is this person asking me for? Um, how is this putting me out to do this? And started focusing instead on how can I help this person as much as I can? How can I give as much love as I can in this moment to this person who needs it so much? And that really turned my life around. I mean, if you're going to talk about um, almost just these, these moments of complete change or these, these epiphany moments, that was definitely one of them for me.
1: So tell us a little bit about what happened between the first World Domination Summit when you're, you're- in this process of sort of reinventing your business and figuring out how to move online. And the second world domination
0: summit. Actually a lot happened between the first and the second and then the second and the third. So it's 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 really interesting. It's like I I feel like I'm a walking ad for the world domination summit because I just never stop talking about how awesome it is. Um which is probably a problem. <laughs> I should probably stop that. But, um, it really did change my life. I mean, just being able to be in the midst of all these people who are doing these amazing things is there's no better way to realize that you can do it yourself. It, when you're just surrounded by all these people who want to help you, that's the really cool thing about world domination summit is everybody there wants to help you achieve the same thing. They don't want to just keep it for themselves. They want to share it, which is just this. It was it's such an amazing experience. Um, but anyways, um, going from the first year to the third year um well the second world domination summit did help a lot so from one for one year to uh the second year it was basically just starting strong inside out getting that going realizing that a lot of people wanted to hear my story and really um really liked what i had to say um and my voice um so that was interesting just um getting those affirmations that you know what i was putting out there um, wanted to be heard. Um, and then I released my book, which is make this your moment. It's an ebook. Um, but I'm actually in the process right now of getting that printed as well. Um, because it's a workbook, I think it would be much more helpful to be able to kind of write down on those pages in that book. Um, and that helped me a lot right before world domination number two. Um, when I went to the second one, I left feeling pretty much like just, I, I felt like I wasn't doing enough and i don't mean that in the standard sense i meant i mean it in the way that i felt like i could i could help so many more people like I, f- I felt like i had this this movement that i wanted to start and i didn't know how to do it and i didn't know that it was possible i just didn't know exactly what it was it was just all this ethereal feeling that i wanted to do something after the first, second world, world domination summit I started just brainstorming and brainstorming and brainstorming. And I remember it was actually when I was in the car with my now husband um, and we were going up to Northern California to visit my family. And I was just all of a sudden I said, Hey, what do you think about if I did a tour teaching boot camps and um, use the, the profits to go to charity, to suicide prevention charity? What do you think? He was like, that's an excellent idea. So that's, actually what I started, um, just working on and working on, and I didn't tell anybody about it until pretty much like two months before I released the Indiegogo campaign, which is like a Kickstarter campaign for charitable projects. And so, um, I got all that going and, um, we raised over $18,000 to make that happen. And then thousands more dollars for, um, the charity to write love on her arms. And, um, the 30th bootcamp actually end, uh, was in Portland, um, I believe it was the day before, or no, the day that World Domination Summit number three happened. So we finished the tour that day. So it was really cool to be able to do it with that group of people and feel all that support from um, all of my peers. It was really cool.
1: So then somehow that led to you being on stage at the third World Domination Summit.
0: Yeah, it did. <laughs>
1: Which was beautiful. You you gave a short uh, talk where you got an opportunity to uh, sort of tell audience stories and you were one of them. And it was so wonderful to hear you explain your story in, in such a, a succinct but beautiful way.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That makes me feel good about it. It was really scary. So that was I'm good. I'm <laughs> sure that it
1: was. I'm sure that it was. But man, what a supportive crowd. That was that was fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah, it was. It was really amazing. Um, it was cool because I didn't feel like... Uh, You get up on the stage sometimes, and sometimes you feel like, I must please these people. But when I got up in that stage, it was definitely more of a, these people are behind me. These people are with me in this. So that was a cool feeling.
1: So the purpose of this this project, A Congruent Life, is really about sharing stories of authenticity and congruence. You're living congruently. Mm -hmm. So given all of this experience that you've had through this journey, what does living authentically or congruently mean to you?
0: Oh, I think that's the... um, the whole thing about Strong Inside Out is that I'm um, I'm kind of an open book um, with Strong Inside Out. I really try to be as honest as possible and allow myself to be as vulnerable vulnerable as possible on that site, so that other people can see that people who are making things happen I, um, are also also struggle sometimes. I mean, that's the whole thing is. We all struggle sometimes, uh, whether that be with depression or whether that be with anxiety or just stress from work-life stress, that kind of stuff. Every one of us struggles, but it's about being able to find the beauty behind the struggle and focus on that as well to help you get through it. So I think living authentically is a lot of what I promote as well, which is I'm really, really happy to be on this podcast with you because I think it's incongruence with what I do as well. So um, what I try to do is um, motivate other people to live as congruently as possible with their values and, and what's important to them. I always say, think about what's important. Remember what's important because you always want to come back to that.
1: Being able to tell your story in such an honest way requires a, a lot of vulnerability, which is obviously very scary to dig down and and share your story with the world in in that way. Where do you think that that internal strength came from for you to be able to to do that in such an an honest and beautiful way?
0: Um, I think that first step was definitely the the scariest and the hardest Um, because when – it was just basically a leap. It was like a don't think about it, just go, (laughs) just jump off the – Uh, jump and just hope that there's a net down there or you have a parachute on that you didn't see. Um, but I think, um, the inner strength, that's the thing is the inner strength really is in all of us. And it's in those random acts sometimes that you really realize that you have it in there. Um, and I think a lot of people make excuses for why they're not strong enough. And I think that, um, we have to start choosing to make excuses for why we are. And that's what I started to do right before I started Strong Inside Out. I started really fighting for why can't I do this? There's no reason why I can't if all of these people can, or you know, if, if um, I'm completely capable of doing this, it's just my own fear that's keeping me from it. Um, so I think, Inner strength is just, you know, feeling the fear and and really doing it anyways.
1: I think that's so true. It's it's amazing how many stories there are like that where people take this uncomfortable leap and the net is there, you know, it's, it just shows up whether or not you need it or not. But it's really easy to get stuck on that cliff and and not take that step.
0: It's if you're if you're acting in congruence with your values and what's important to you, I think the net is always there. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: So what's going on with Strong Inside Out now? What um, what projects are you excited about and, and where do you see this all going?
0: Um, S- Strong Inside Out is, um, I just redesigned the site not too long ago, actually in August, which I guess is a while ago now. <laughs> Life goes so fast. Um, but um, right now I'm working on putting together next year's tour, which is going to be a little bit different, but um, hopefully Even more successful than this year's tour. Um, So if you need any information about that, I'll make sure to give you the link for that in the show notes. Um, And what I'm really working on now is um, I I just recently took the big leap to leave my personal in-person training career and do Strong Inside Out 24-7. So that's um, what I'm working on now, is putting everything together and making it more of um, a community. and less of just a site that you go to i want it to be a site that you can be a part of um so that's what i'm working on now and um i'm working on also like um just just putting together a few odds and ends that i just haven't had time for before this point but now i'm married and now the tour's over or this year's tour is over and now uh i'm done traveling for a little bit so i have time to kind of sit down and just get everything solid. So, um, nothing really in particular besides next year's tour. Um, um, but just going forward, more community based.
1: Can you maybe, um, talk briefly? I didn't want to gloss over this piece. Mm -hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about the work of right love on her arms and the, the suicide prevention part of your work?
0: Oh, definitely. Um, so obviously suicide prevention is a big thing for me, um, because of my, my own struggles and um, my own past. But I found to write love on her arms, actually by accident as well. Some of the best things happen by accident, don't they?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: but I was, I was searching through Flickr for um, a picture to use on my blog and I came across this beautiful photograph of this person who had written in Sharpie just love all over their arms. So I followed, I clicked it through and it went to this amazing site with this great story of this um, team of friends who came together to support their friend who was struggling and wanted to commit suicide and just wrote love on their arms and just wanted to support her as much as they possibly could. And it's the first ever suicide prevention um, group or charity that I've ever come across that isn't like parents talking to kids. It's like kids talking to kids. It's like the the really cool older brother or sister who's there for you when you're struggling and says, it's okay. You will get through this. I've been there too. Um, it's, it's just, um, they, they their whole branding and their, their whole way about talking. It's almost like, um, their blog posts are almost, a lot of them are like poetry and, and things like that. And I think it speaks directly to that person who is in that dark place. And what they do is they, Make resources available for people who are going through the, those dark times, um, and they also um, give scholarships and they raise just tons of awareness for um, for suicide prevention and and for talking out your feelings instead of keeping them inside, and for helping people feel less alone, less hopeless. The whole thing that they embrace is that hope is real. And it definitely is. So when I found out about them, I basically just kind of forced them to, to work with me for this kind of stuff. I said, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this tour and it's going to benefit you. I hope you like it. And they were, <laughs> before I raised the money, they were like, oh, okay, that's nice. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be behind you. Just go ahead and do what you need to do. And when I raised the $18,000, they're like, whoa, well, I guess we'll... we'll um, we'll ship in here and help you out as much as we possibly can, so that was really cool there. Um, they're really cool people over there, actually a pretty um pretty small team over there, but they're they're really cool people
1: so Amy, what do you want your your legacy or spiritual footprint to be with all of this work?
0: I guess I want my footprint to be um, almost that spark that helps people realize that overcoming their darkness is possible, that um, inner strength really does live in each and every one of us, um, and that it's a choice, that getting out of that hole is a choice.
1: And you've gone through this remarkable transformation from being mired in depression to being of service to the world in such an amazing way. What? advice or encouragement would you give to people that are maybe in a, ser- a similar sort of situation where they have some sort of big dream, but feel fearful or stuck uh, in embarking on that kind of journey?
0: Uh, that's a great question. Um, and you'd think I get asked that one quite a bit. And I feel like I've always stumped on it when, or not stumped on it, but I always feel like, a, like I I need to think about it quite a while before I answer. But um, I think really the biggest thing I could tell someone who's trying to achieve a big dream and is is caught in a place of fear, um, is to just go, just do things, just start doing things and always remember what's important. Um, what's important is not the fear that you're feeling. What's important are not the excuses that your fear is making for you not to do this, to keep you the same. What's important is your dreams, what you want your legacy to be, you know, what's authentic for you, what your authentic life really is to reveal that you need to do these things. So just go and act.
1: Love it. Amy, how can our listeners uh, keep up with what you're doing and engage with you?
0: Um, I'm always on stronginsideout.com, so please come on over there. Um, also, facebook.com slash stronginsideout. Um, we've are pretty. got a good community going on over there, too. Um, so please, please come on over. Say hi. I'd love to hear from you.
1: Great. Is there a final thought that you'd like to leave our listeners with about authenticity specifically?
0: Being authentic is often the scariest thing in the whole world um, because it makes you really vulnerable but it can also reveal the amazing life that you're really worthy of Um, so i encourage you all to at least just try it just try being as honest as possible as you can even for one day and if you don't like it you can always drop it but i i think just try it at least once and see how you feel
1: well, Amy Clover, thanks so much for sharing this story, this time with us to share your stories. And thanks for all the good work that you're doing through Strong Inside Out.
0: Thank you for having me on, Andy. It was really awesome.
1: I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Amy Clover. The show notes for this episode are at acongruentlife.net slash 33 or acongruentlife.net slash Clover, if that's easier to remember, where I will link to Strong Inside Out and some of the other projects that Amy is up to. I'm glad to welcome a new supporter to the show, which is audible.com. If you're a fan of great audio content, you're going to love Audible. For A Life listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial to give you an opportunity to check them out. To download a free audiobook, just go to aclbook.com. That's A-C-L-B-O-O-K dot Thanks also to Jeff Rose for the rating and review on iTunes. If you'd like to leave a review as well, I'd really appreciate it. You can go directly to AcongruitLife.net slash iTunes. Thanks so much for that. Thanks again for being here and listening to A Life. I really do appreciate your support, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to A Congruent Life. For more, please visit us on the web at acongruentlife.net. Do you have feedback about the show or suggestions for future guests? Please contact us through the website or send an email to feedback at congruentlife.net. See you next time.